Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. You have an opportunity to tell guys they made the team. Also guys who made the practice squad. I mean, there's guys making the practice squad who are just thrilled. That was their goal, and that's their foot in the door. So, yeah, those are really fun. There's a lot of hugs. There's a few tears sometimes, but we have thought all that through. Josh had a heck of a heck of a camp, played really well. Uh, all through all through practices was outstanding. And then, you know, the last two games, he was couldn't be any better. So uh, we'll just let it play out here the next 24 hours or so. We were able to keep all those guys, and that was good for us. So really happy. I mean, Sam, to your point, probably the key, the key guy there being Sam, right? And for him to still be here and uh, be pro- pro- providing us depth at center like he does, that kind of a player, that's a huge, huge win for us. Yeah, it's hard to bat a thousand. I, I think some of that goes with the fact that we had the injuries and we needed to bring in some, you know, veteran corners. And that kind of squeezed our, our developmental opportunities out just a little bit. I'm sure he would have come to the practice squad. He was very happy here. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, yesterday out at one winning drive talking about Caillou Kelly, mm-hmm. fifth-round draft pick out of Stanford, who was uh, did not make the 53 Yep, and was claimed off waivers by the Seattle Seahawks. And as you just heard the coach say, I mean, there's – only so many rooms at the inn, and because of the injuries they've had, maybe looking more towards a veteran presence. Mallet, for yeah. instance, making the team. They signed Ronald Darby a couple of weeks ago. But for uh, Caillou Kelly, he gets an opportunity now to play. And you heard John Harbaugh say, Vinny, that he would have come back, but, you know, uh, duty calls. And best right. of luck to him out there with uh, Pete Carroll and his crew. Bob, you're happy for Kelly. You know, I mean, he's getting he's on the 53. And the difference in paychecks from practice squad to the 53 is big. Probably about uh I don't know what, 30 might be about 30,000 a week more. You know, so that's that's big for him and and like you said, Bob, you play on teams or or I don't know, maybe he's going to be inactive probably till he gets adjusted to it, but he fits. He fits what Pete likes to do defensively because, you know, he's not the fastest guy. He's, he's better in zone, which Pete likes to do, you know, and play physical at the line of scrimmage, which he's got size. So to me, it's probably a good move, you know, for the kid. Also heard John Harbaugh talking about the offensive line, you know, bringing them in to the uh, practice squad, uh, Takeem Doss, Tayshawn Manning, and Sam Mustafer who in case of an emergency could come in with veteran starting experience at center, and you know, he a lot of the dudes, Melvin Gordon, for instance, he came back to the practice squad, but Mustafer might be an interesting piece for them moving forward here. Well, yeah, because Bob, you can get through a game. All right, let, let's say Lindenbaum goes down, you can get through a game because you know, Mustafer can't play yet because he's still on the practice squad, but 
then the following week, you know, then you got him right there and he's been practicing with you, you know? So I, I think that's big that they got Mustafer back because we talked about it yesterday. Who's going to be the backup center? You know, I mean, McCarry can only play so many spots, Correct. you know, that that's the thing. So I'm sure the coaches are probably relieved that he came back. Bob, what I used to like, to, you know, when I was, you know, in, uh, uh, Washington and stuff, we'd have seven. You were allowed seven on the practice squad at that time. I used to like to keep, you know, at least three that were developmental guys that were developing, you know, and then the other four, you know, were guys that, oh, he can come in and help us, you know, right away. But the other guys, no, they need some work. Now, when you look at their practice squad, they still got one spot left. They've got 15. They got 10 on offense, five on defense, Bob. Heavy offense. Okay. And then the regular season roster, I think it's still 25-25. You know, 25 offense, 25 defense. So heavy, heavy offense, you know, in uh, the practice squad. Now, uh, Jets Rebeck and Jonas Schaefer both uh, tweeting it out within the last hour or so that Bravey and Roy, former uh, Panther, former Bear, six-round draft pick back in 2020 out of Baylor, Looks like he will be signing to the Ravens practice squad, which gives them the full allotment of 16 players here. Yeah, so they're adding a, another defensive lineman, Bob. So that that gives them Nichols and Roy. So they got two defensive linemen. And I like I thought Nichols didn't have a bad bad year. I mean, the um we're assuming that because they only have four on a roster right now, we're assuming that there's still some maneuvering left to be done. You know, with the Brett Urban coming up and guys got got to go on IR yet and stuff. So I am guessing that Keaton Mitchell, which I'm kind of disappointed, you know, is going on IR. Malik Ham, probably. Ham going on IR. Because of Bob, what do they say? He's got an ankle. I mean, we used to do it all like when I was in San Fran. Or every team did it back then. The fourth preseason game, fourth quarter. You know, because you would tell the kid, you would tell him, hey, you know, it, it – it can't, you know, the best thing to use is a back, you know, because you got to go to a um, a neutral doctor to get signed off, you know, that you are really hurt, you know, because everybody fakes it. So if you do your back, <laughs> they can't show it. You'd have guys, they'd just be running Bob and then he'd fall down in the fourth quarter. Ah! <laughs> And he would be about as hurt as me or you are right now. Now, Pepe Williams, he's going to get the ankle surgery if he hasn't already had it. So he's going to miss a month. So that opens the door, I guess, for Josh Johnson. And we just heard uh, John Harbaugh talking about Johnson's in uh, Owings Mills. Brown got signed to the practice squad. So as we talked about yesterday, Vinny, it looks like three quarterbacks on the 53 are a reality here. Now, Huntley hasn't practiced in, what, two, three weeks here? Three, so what ever is since all, the first preseason game. So what does this mean going forward with him, at least in the immediate? Yeah. Well, Bob, I, I guess we go back to that the Ravens were the ones that pushed the rule for three quarterbacks. Right. You know, so we figured, would they have three? And it looks like uh, they're going to. Right now, I mean, and because of Josh Johnson, Bob, and he's going to have to play this week. He's got to be the guy this week just because, um, like you said, Huntley hadn't, he hadn't practiced in three weeks. So he you can't go in, you know, and him be ready to play if it was in the first quarter, you know, of a game and Lamar went out. 
No. So and Josh Johnson kicked ass against Tampa's first team defense. So I would think that they feel pretty good about Josh Johnson. The only thing is, is if he's there for that first game, Bob, you own him for the year. Now, it's interesting, fascinating, well, reality that a week from today, the NFL season starts with the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions, hosting the Detroit Lions. The trendy pick right now to win the NFC North. It might not be a trendy pick. It might be the pick because right now they seem to have the program with the momentum moving forward here. You can hear that game, by the way, on 105.7 The Fan. Kansas City six and a half point favorites for the Ravens September 10th. So we go back to the uh, roster and how different it's going to look in, you know, whatever many days tomorrow, September 1st, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to see a little roster change. I mean, Bob, that, that game next Thursday. I mean, Chris Jones not being there. That's a big key, key, key you know, um, well, I, I think you said it yesterday, Bob. I think it's going to be a high scoring game over under 54. Yeah. And so the Vegas sees the same thing. I mean, Chris Jones had over 18 sacks last year, you know, and they played all rookies in the secondary. So they got a young secondary. I, I just don't know. I mean, when you lose that kind of guy, I mean, that's definitely going to affect, you know, your defense. And all, and looking at the lines and the projected over-unders for week one, the only other game, according to uh, the odds makers, that's going over 50 is the Dolphins at Chargers at 51. I, I would probably go along with that, too, with, you know, those two offenses and two quarterbacks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that will be... Uh, That'll be a high-scoring high, high scoring game also, I would think. But, uh, yeah, Kansas City, I, I think it's going to be it's gonna be fun to watch it be, just because, you know, if you're Andy Reid, you say, hey, Patrick, I'm uh, going to need you, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and, and we'll see what Detroit brings to the equation here. By the way, the Ravens, 10-point favorites against uh, Houston. Total points there, 44. So I'm guessing a lot of Ravens points and minimal Houston points. That's what I'm saying, too. I, I, can, see, I can see them putting up. 30, uh, you know, thir- like a 30 to 10, something like that. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the Fed Orioles yesterday as we were watching, as we were on the air. Four-run lead disappears quickly. Orioles up four zip after one, and then Chicago started blasting away. Kyle Gibson gave up three home runs yesterday as the Orioles lose 10 to 5. Anthony Santander continues to rake. Two for four, two ribbies. His last 29 at bats, 12 hits, 414 batting average, four homers, 12 ribbies, 1330 OPS. Orioles do because Tampa won last night. They're, they're not going away. It's unbelievable. They're the gum on the ship. Yeah. They're not disappearing. Orioles have won back to back series. They go 18 and nine in August. And here's Tampa creeping. Only a game and a half behind the birds in the American League's Eastern Division. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, Bob. I mean, but the thing about it, like from the all, the month of July, basically, Bob, Tampa won what, like eight games? They were horrible. <laughs> right? That's why the Orioles passed them in the division. Yeah, and now it's like total opposite. So it's going to be a dogfight um, all the way through. I mean, you got a scoreboard watch. You got to You can't afford to lose a game. Orioles off today out to Arizona taking on the Diamondbacks right now Arizona half game out of the wild card in the National League. We'll get into all of that and more as the show rolls on. Mike Bordick, he'll be joining us Oriole Hall of Famer 11:30 to talk about the Orioles the series win against the White Sox and then looking ahead of course to that road trip out through Arizona, Anaheim and then going back to Boston 
taking on the Red Sox. Orioles won't be back home until September 11th. Orioles, by the time the Orioles come back home, the Ravens will have already played their first game. Yeah. So the Orioles are going to be uh, hitting the road for a while here. If you want to get any cat, 410-583-1057. It is total request Thursday. You pick the songs at 410-583-1057. Bobby, Eddie, Vinny, Serrano, Nolan McGraw, Damon Evans. Maryland Athletic Director. He returns to the program. He joins us at the bottom. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The hour. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Daughter Quest Thursday, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass, pick the songs, we'll play them. Coming up at 11 o'clock, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up later on in the afternoon. Orioles, they lose 10-5 yesterday to the Chicago White Sox. Orioles up for zip, as we said. That was all happening as we were on the air. And then Chicago tied it and then took the lead, and the Orioles tried to chip away. Could never really get it done. Kyle Gibson gives up three homers in the loss, and we've been talking about trying to put together this Orioles rotation for the postseason. Now, if they don't win the division, it's a two out of three scenario. Now, depending on where they're going to be, whether it's here or in Houston or whatever, we'll see how the standings play out over the final month of the season. But as uh, Kyle Gibson, I know he's got playoff experience, which is all very touching, but... uh, I'm a little uh, concerned about his abilities to keep you in a game. And don't, Nolan, what do you think? Say they're in the wild card, two out of three. You going Bradish and Grayson, Bradish and Kramer? Uh, I mean, Bradish is the dead set number one. Bradish and Gibson. I don't think you could do wrong with either Kramer or Grayson as your number two. 
and then the other one's three. Would it be depending on if you won or lost? Because <sighs> if you lost, you know, then then who are you starting if they lost? Well, does it really matter? Well, it's a must, must. Yeah, yeah. so who's who do the, you got? Who do you? That's the question. Who's the must, must? You want a guy that just blew a 4 nothing lead yesterday no. <laughs> with his playoff experience? <laughs> he struggled experience? in August. He I mean, not, aside from Gibson and Flaherty, None of them have playoff experience. Right. So wild card series, no, Gibson doesn't factor in for me. Extended division series, best of five. I I think I still probably take him over Irvin and Flaherty as of now. Well, best of five, you're doing what? Four-man rotation? So he would be four. All right. But it's... It's close. There's not a lot of breathing room for him. Right. And, And it's... Look, I give all credit... To the Tampa Bay race. Yeah. They lose McClanahan. The Franco drama, which isn't going away. Apparently, there are more allegations against inappropriate behavior, which, you know, very serious allegations at that. But they're just, they're cooking right now. And Miami's fighting for a playoff spot themselves. We'll get to it coming up during the American League East report later on in the show. But they score three in the ninth to win that series. Tampa, they're next. They are going to Cleveland starting tomorrow. And the Guardians are, I'm going to say they're playing out the string. But what's really their motivation is what? Because even catching the Twins is becoming somewhat of an impossible task for them. But look, Vinny, they're all proud athletes. Mm -hmm. And I guess you get to this point in the season. Spoiler is a nice little thing to become. Hey, hey, let's hang our hat on and knocking them out of the playoffs. Or hang our, like the 2011 Orioles, ruined the Red Sox season, which set the momentum for a five-year run where they had the best record in the American League. Well, what you got to do when you're playing, this time of year when you're playing teams that are out of it and done and, you know, looking to leave, you got to give them a reason not to play. Mm-hmm. You know, like yesterday... Like, if the O's would have, you know, if Gibson would have, Bob, after the 4 nothing, if he'd have come and put a zero up, you know, then it's then they're like, uh, you know. But then he, you know, they get a four back or whatever. Yeah. Then they're like, oh. Loud noises. Yeah. A lot of loud noises coming off the bats of the White Sox against Kyle Gibson. So the Orioles are going to make the playoffs. We know that. Question is now, in what capacity? Will they win the division? Right now, they still have the best record in the American League. Will they... Uh, close that out over the next month i don't know i don't think the orioles themselves know now it's off to arizona and the diamondbacks have a lot to play for they're a half game out of the wild card in the uh, national league i mean the angels put everybody on waivers nobody's claimed them they're still playing (laughs) you'd see matt moore gave up a home run to uh, harper is 300 so the dudes are still playing but how much are they playing for? But then again, the, the Angels fought and clawed and beat the Phillies up in Philadelphia yesterday afternoon. So I think teams are going to try. But to your point, Vinny, if it's 4 nothing after 3, yeah. then who really knows how the outcome of that game would have been. Because yeah. they had them down. I mean, Bob, they had their foot on their throat, and then they took it off. Yeah. That was the problem. And they ran themselves out of an inning, too. When they were putting up those crooked numbers. 410-583-1057 is the number. Ravens 53-man roster is set, at least for now. It's going to change probably 
before September 10th against the Houston Texans. Damon Evans, Maryland Athletic Director, he's going to be joining us. We'll talk about the start of the college football season against Towson coming up Saturday down in College Park. Damon's also going to talk about that Maryland men's basketball trip through Italy. All right, competition wasn't all that great, but learning experience nonetheless. Let's go to Joe and Woodbury. Joe, what's up? Man, what's up is I'm six feet above ground and I give praise. That's all that matters, baby. That's right. But here's the thing I'm going to say. You remember how Rodriguez was pitching until they sent him down and how he came back to be sometimes looking better than, I ain't going to say he looked better than Bradison Kramer, but that's equal. My take is that who used to be the stopgapper after we lost two in a row? Who did the Orioles bring in there to get that last win so we – wouldn't get swept. What was his name? What era are we talking about? We're talking about now, this this year. Come uh, on. Oh, this, the, the stopper? That's right. Who was it? Uh, Kyle Gibson. No, man, it was Wells. Well. <laughs> Wells was the main man for us at one time. This he year. was the Think best starter they had in the first half of the season. There we go. Now, right now, he's the one that's down there, like they sent Rodriguez. I'm looking for him to be our fourth starter. Maybe. I'm just wishing. In the playoffs, I don't want Gibson. I don't want Urban. I don't want Flaherty. I, I mean, some fellas we were talking about, maybe he'd be the help in the bullpen. But we got 29 games left, if I'm not correct, or if I'm correct, whatever. I'm figuring he may get one. That's 29. He may get, he may get one to so maybe two starts. I mean, not starts, but relief relief pitches down, you know, down in AAA or whatever. Keep him there till he get it all right. Bring him back up near the end of September, man, and he should be in our rotation. That's all I got to say. Y'all tell me what you think about that, buddy. Catch y'all later. All right, Joe. Take it easy. Joe always loving life, and he's happy, and he's positive. If I'm betting right now, I'm going to guess that Tyler Wells will be an asset for the Orioles in the bullpen before he will be in the rotation. Bob, if you're a betting man, is Bauman back at all this year? I don't know about that one. I mean, it would be – inappropriate personally I mean, the dude was nine and one i mean he had a rough hey, look he had a rough august that's why he got sent down but i mean what more do you want the guy to do but wells is coming back means is coming back i think to expect either one of them to just waltz into the rotation and do dominant things i think the the starters are set with the bullpen being in flux and closer questionable yeah. maybe that's what tyler wells brings to the equation I don't know. Means he's probably going to get a couple of starts before it's all said and done when he does return. By the way, rosters go up by one player tomorrow or two players, position player and a pitcher. Who they'll be remains to be seen, but we'll follow along closely. But Tyler Wells starting for the Orioles in the playoffs, I don't know. Not saying he shouldn't or couldn't, but he's been in the minors for a month now, and he's going to come up in September and save the day? I don't know. We'll now, see. he might save the day at the back end of the bullpen. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back. Damon Evans is going to be joining us, Maryland Athletic Director. I haven't talked to him in a couple of months. Be great to get reacquainted, talk about the start of football, talk about the trip through Italy with the basketball and everything else going on down in College Park in the world of their athletic department. We got NFL news coming up at 11 o'clock. Whip around 11.15. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick joins us at 11.30. It's Total Request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it starting at 11. Get your votes in for 
feature. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Artist Friday. Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick the songs at 410 583 1057. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. Coming up at 11 o'clock, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday, and that reveal will come up. Well, uh, 1.45 or so. Maryland starts their football season coming up Saturday, 3.30, down in College Park against Towson. Joining us now to talk about that and everything that's going on with the athletic department over the summer, heading into the fall and winter. Let's welcome back to the show, first time in a couple of months, he's the athletic director, University of Maryland Terrapins, Damon Evans. Damon, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, fellas. Good to be back on air with you. Appreciate your time, Damon, as always. We had Mike Loxley on yesterday talking about the start of the season and the great deals you guys have for football tickets here in 2023, which we'll get to. But the anticipation, the excitement level for this year, look, seven wins, eight wins, back-to-back bowl wins. Damon Evans, what are you looking forward to most about this upcoming season? Well, I like the position that we're in. Obviously, Locks uh, and his staff have done a really good job to get us to where we are today. I've always asked him for steady improvement, and I've seen that over the course of his tenure here. Uh, the past two years have really uh, set the stage for us to what I think is to do something special. Uh, this is this is a tough league uh, being in the Big Ten, but we like the competition. And you heard Locks finally start talking about being able to compete for Big Ten championships, and I'm. I'm glad to hear that. So uh, I look for us to do something special this year and to keep our fans engaged. And we've got a really good team that we're going to put out on the field. And it's a really fun home schedule too, Damon. So when you're listening or the fans are listening to you talk about the team and the anticipation level for this season, tell everybody why they need to get down to College Park at least once, twice, maybe buy some season tickets because it's a great deal. And we hope and think it's going to be a great product as well. Uh, it will be a great product. Uh, we're we're a fun team to watch. I, I think I read somewhere in an article uh, we are one of the most exciting teams to watch in the Big Ten because of the style of play that we have. We have an explosive offense led by our quarterback and Talia Tonga-Vailoa uh, going into his last year, who holds, I think, almost every major passing uh, record that we have. Our defense really stepped up last year and did a phenomenal job, and we've got some newcomers in, both from the transfer portal and some freshmen coming in that can contribute. And we've got a great home schedule. 
Uh, we've got some really good games. I think we've got Penn State and Michigan on the schedule here at home. We've got Virginia coming in here for a night game, uh, which is going to be great. And I like the way that the schedule is spaced out this year. We play a schedule that is manageable. So uh, we need our fans to come out and support us. Uh, more importantly, our student-athletes need it because when they look up there, that fires them up when they see our fans supporting them. Damon, I, I think, you know, to take the next step, you know, I think, number one, can't have any, you know, blowout games, you know, like Wisconsin last year and some of the – and then got to beat either Michigan, Ohio State, Penn. You know, it's it's got to be where, you know, you guys can beat them on a consistent – at least one of the three every year. At least – well, the, the divisions are going out next year, which will be a good thing. But, you know, it would be nice to beat one of those teams this year. Who are you telling? <laughs> it was a nicest, you're putting it nicely. No, we need to do that. We understand uh, how significant that is. You, you take a look at last year uh, at Michigan. We were in the game at Michigan, had a really, really good mm-hmm. chance. Uh, when we had Ohio State at home um, right there until the last two minutes of the game, and unfortunately they were able to kick a field goal and go ahead by three and – We get it back with 45 seconds and fumble, and they recover in the end zone. So we've shown that we can compete. Now the next step is, like you said, we need to beat one of them. Um, We beat Penn State during the the pandemic. We need to do that at home. We need to beat somewhere at home where our fans can see it, witness it, give them a great memory, and, and get that feel. I'm confident that we we have the team to do that this year. So I'm excited about the opportunity to play those teams. But we also can't overlook the other opponents that we have. We've got to take care of our business. And what I always say, as you continue to build, you got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Yep. Now, hey, Damon, let me – like I was at Lox's Barbecue and I met the new uh, coaches, you know, Sumlin and Gaddis and those guys, and I talked to them you know, both of them for a while. And and I was, you know, impressed about they've been there. They've done that. They've been in these big games, the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Penn States. So they know, you know, how to win. They they do. They've been there and they've done that. But you know what I want? I want them to do it here. Uh, You know, and and I believe that they bring the pedigree to do that. Uh, I think when you have the experience like they have, uh, it's an impressive uh, offensive room with regard to our coaches. I mean, Sumlin and Gaddis bring a lot of experience uh, to the table, so I'm excited about that and Locks' uh, knowledge and understanding of the offense. But I'm excited about uh, all of our coaches on the defense side of the ball and, and Brian Williams and, and so forth. So, you know, but what we have to do is we've got to go out, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this, we've got to show our fans. Our fans are tired of hearing us talking about how good we can be and where we are. They're saying, show me. Mm-hmm. And so this year it's, it's time for us to continue to have that momentum and move forward, but to show them something that they haven't seen in a while. Damon Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland, joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Vinny's Rotto. Terps start their football season Saturday at home against Towson. You can hear that game here on 105.7 The Fed. The NIL landscape, how has that changed for you guys since the last time we spoke, Damon? Uh, you know what? It, it continues to grow. It continues to be a major, major part of what we do. I think if you talk to some of our coaches and if you talk to – to Locks or to Willard, you, you almost have to be a general manager and trying to figure out how things are going to be 
dispersed in an appropriate manner when you're dealing with the collectives out there. It's just, it's, it is what it is now. We know that we have to embrace it. Uh, our department is growing. We're going to be making some announcements here in the future about what we're doing uh, regarding uh, the collectives. But I'm grateful to all of our donors, our supporters, our fans who have gotten involved and have helped us because sit here and say in this landscape, we need their help even more so nowadays. Hey, Damon, when you look at uh, the Big Ten, we got games tonight, Minnesota, Nebraska, you know, so it starts. What do you think of the Big Ten Conference? The Big Ten is it's unbelievable. It's highly competitive. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game. I'm going to watch both games tonight. I got two TVs. I can look and sit in one room and see both of them. And I'm going to watch those games because I want to see, uh, I think, uh, how Illinois is because I know we play uh, Illinois. I'm, we play Nebraska. I want to see uh, how Nebraska uh, plays. This conference is so competitive from top to bottom. I know everybody wants to talk about, you know, Michigan, which is rightfully so, Ohio State, Penn State, uh, they're, they're juggernauts. But when you start looking at our conference, when you look at the Wisconsin's and the Iowa's and, and the coaches that make up this conference in Illinois and, and Purdue, there are teams that are bunched there in the middle uh, that are very, very competitive and that we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to make sure we beat one another, but then we know that we've got to knock off those juggernauts if we want to do what we all hope to do, and that is to win a Big Ten championship. Hey, Damon, what's, what's your opinion on, you know, the Pac-12 basically going away, the ACC, the big with all the expansions, what's your opinion on all the stuff that's going on in college football today? My first thought is I'm, I'm happy to be a member of the Big Ten to be in a conference that has stability. It's interesting. There are two conferences, or throughout all this, there are two conferences that didn't have to worry about their um, their institutions being poached or any institutions wanting to leave, and that's the Big Ten and the SEC. So the stability that we have uh, is really good. But taking a look across the country in the Pac-12 specifically, yeah, well, I say is it tough to see a conference with the rich history and tradition that it's had? And, you know, that's what I'm used to and seeing that in all my life. That's what I've known. But change happens. Um, and that change is we, we've got to make sure that we're taking care of the University of Maryland, that we're taking care of the Big Ten Conference, and that this conference continues to position itself to be one of the premier conferences in the country. And I think with Tony uh, Petiti, uh, we've positioned ourselves quite nicely in our leadership and our presidents and ADs, and uh, just happy to uh, see and know uh, that we're in a good position. David Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland, joining us here, Vinnie and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Before we let you roll, Damon, basketball team, the men, went through Italy easily, of course. Not that the competition level was great, not to disrespect the young men that they played against, but what was that learning experience like for Willard and the young players who are now part of this Maryland program? I think when you go to a, on a foreign tour, there are, there are several different things come to mind. One, it's nice to be able to play uh, against some competition over there to see how your team is gelling and how they work together. But just as important as that, I think you get 10 practice days before you go over there, which you don't normally have in the summer. So when you have a young team, you got some new guys coming in, transfers, freshmen, you want to get those early practices in. So we were able to do that. But outside of basketball, just the cultural experience for the student athletes, the educational experience to go someplace, to go to Rome, Florence, Venice, and Lake Como, which a lot of us have to wait till we're adults and, and still can't go to those places. 
uh, was just remarkable. And to see them bond and, and, and be able to grow together was a great experience. So I enjoyed uh, having the opportunity to go on that trip. And I believe that people are going to be uh, pleasantly surprised about this year's team. Very talented. Uh, the freshmen, when you look at Deshaun Harris-Smith, strong, aggressive, plays downhill, two-way guy. Uh, Jamie Kaiser can flat out uh, shoot the ball. Jordan Geronimo is just athletic as they come. And, you know, then we got the three guys coming back, and, and, and you know, and Dante and, and Juju and Jameer. So uh, all around, I think we're going to have a, a very talented team and one that will be fun to watch. Italy. I get lost in a little Italy down in uh, Baltimore. <laughs> David, uh, David, as you know, it is Total Request Thursday. Pick a tune for us on the way out. Well, since we're about to kick off this football season and I'm a fan of the Rolling Stones, why don't you play Start Me Up? Start Me Up is in the queue. Damon Evans, always great to talk to you. Damon Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland. Go to umterps.com. Check out all of their things. Football tickets are really, really fan-friendly, so check them out and get them. Damon, we appreciate it. Good luck Saturday against Towson, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Hey, Damon, are the guns going to be out Saturday? Oh, boy. Man, they're out now. <laughs> I told you, you guys need to do like a Hans and Franz, rub each other down. You know what I'm saying? All right, David Evans, we'll talk to you next week. See you, David. Take care, guys. Uh, Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, reset the program for you. 11 o'clock, we'll look at the rosters in the National Football League practice squads. And Ravens, apparently, outside of the Cowboys, have uh, stocked more rosters throughout the National Football League over the last few years, whip around 11-15. Talk about what happened in the world of sports last night. Historically for the Orioles, of course, a lot of good stuff because they have a great history. Mike Bordick, speaking of that, Oriole Hall of Famer joins us 11-30. Orioles lose uh, yesterday 10-5, blow a four-zip lead. But off, they win the series. They go 18-9 in August. So I mean, what more do you want? I guess you want more. It's never enough. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports, 1057 The Fan. For you, David Evans, Darby Up, Rolling Stone, Tattoo You, back in 1981, cranking it up. Total Request Thursday, pick the songs and play them, start getting your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up around 145 or so. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, joins us 11.30. Talk about the loss yesterday to the White Sox. The great month of August. But Tampa's just breathing down Baltimore's necks. And uh, it's going to be an interesting September for everybody involved in this playoff chase in baseball. Because a lot of teams are still uh, chasing a possible playoff spot like the Arizona Diamondbacks, who the Orioles started three-game series with tomorrow out in phoenix melissa kim's joining us later on oh nice our colleague here on 105.7 the fan talk about the ravens a little more than a week away from the start of their regular season against the houston texans rookie quarterback cj stroud yep probably doesn't bone well for him Hey, Damian Pearson, the bad running back. No. Gained almost, over 900, almost 1,000 last they're year. Gonna, they're going to need – I mean, Bob, if they have any chance of winning other than the Ravens turning the ball over, they're going to have to be able to run the football to protect the quarterback. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, 130s. He joins us every Thursday. Talk real and fantasy football with him. Before we get back to the phones at 475-83-1057, Gil Brandt passed away. Yeah. Pro Football Hall of Famer synonymous with the Dallas Cowboys and that uh, glorious run they had that lasted 
from the mid-60s through the mid-80s. He and uh, Tom Landry yep. were uh, Tex Ram, all part of that great uh, football lineage, multiple playoff appearances, a couple of Super Bowl championships, many Super Bowl appearances, Hall of Famers galore, and he had a lot to do with the development of that team for over 20 years. Bob, the other thing, I met Gil when I was a GA at the University of Minnesota. So I met Gil like in 83. And, Bob, you talk about a dude that had power in college football. He had it. I mean, he could get you a job in the snap of a finger. I mean, you wanted to know Gil because he could help you out. You know, I mean, it was unbelievable the contacts that he had. Bob, when when I was at Notre Dame, we played in a bowl game down in – we played in the Cotton Bowl. And Gil, Gil had everything set up for us, you know, sent us to the, all these places to eat, nightclubs. And Gil took – I mean, he handled everything. I mean, he was a guy that knew everybody and could get anything done and could get people – Hired. I'll guarantee you, Bob, that a lot of people owed Gil Brandt their opportunities in coaching. Yeah, 91 years old. And not only did he do well in the draft and unearthing small college guys, Cliff Harris comes to mind, but also doing trades to get up and get the Randy Whites, Maryland, the Tony Dorsets, and players like that. So he would also figure out a way to move up in the draft process. So Gil Brandt. One of the greats of all time. Yep. He has uh, passed away, sadly, at the age of 91. Let's get back to the phone. Sports at 583-1057 is the number. Let's go to Richmond. It's Daryl. Daryl, what's happening? How you doing, guys? Good. Uh, so something that has been bothering me uh, about the Ravens offseason, you know, we saw as the Darius Smith go to Cleveland. And I was wondering if you guys can discuss why do you think the Ravens didn't step in there? I, I, I guess they probably tried to sign him last year uh, and something went wrong there. And now, you know, we end up with Clowney, which I guess is, a you know, is okay. But, you know, I would think that Darius Smith would be a, a better choice. So if you guys could discuss that, I'd, I'd appreciate it. And I'll hang up. All right, Daryl, thanks well, for the call. they tried to sign. They had him sign. He yeah, committed to they, him. Yeah, they had already announced it. it. Yeah. So I'm guessing that there's not, you know, good blood between the two. I mean, uh, if I'm the Ravens, like, you know, he did that to us, let's screw him. Yeah, now it goes to Cleveland, to Daryl's point. Yeah. And, you know, I'm assuming he'll be fired up to play Baltimore twice in 2023, so essentially Cleveland replaced Jadavian Clowney yeah. with Zadarius Smith. Yep, and that's and the the thing with Zadarius is is where where Zadarius is the most dangerous, and when they put him over to guards, you know, so you know they're going to put him over Simpson, you know, to try to take advantage of him there. But Simpson's a good athlete, so you know we'll see how how things go, and maybe put him. You know, over Lindenbaum, like in the dime, possibly. We'll come back here from John Harbaugh. Met with the media yesterday, talking about the uh, the roster and how the uh, formation of this uh, practice squad has come about. Uh, Sixteen now, as we talk about that when we return. Buyers, or excuse me, whip around coming up eleven fifteen. And Oriole uh, Hall of Famer Mike Bordick. 
Birds had a chance to sweep the White Sox. Couldn't get it done. Had a chance to sweep the Rockies. Couldn't get it done. Will this come back to haunt them in September? We'll talk to Bordy about that and more here on this Total Request Thursday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 